welcome to Nightlife 24-7. Are you ready to talk about sex? No, let's talk about relationships. Or is it time to talk about dating? Taboos. It's on your mind. So let's talk about it on, on Nightlife 24-7. and welcome back to Nightlife 24-7. I'm Mac. And I'm today with my co-host, Eugenia. And I'm Eugenia. <laughs> okay, Eugenia. So, we're going to continue our subject on talking about cuckold relationships. Um, we're tr- going to try to give you some tips and advice on how to have a successful relationship But to start off, we're going to talk about a brief bit of the history. Just give you a recap. In the 16th centuries, back in some villages, uh, if a man's wife was caught with another man, uh, they would uh, embarrass uh, the man by doing parades, and he would weigh antlers or horns on his head and parade him around town. Um, It has now morphed into a fetish. And to give you a little bit more about this subject, I'm going to let my co-host tell you some more about it, okay? Go ahead, Eugenia. Bring him up on it. Oh, yes. Hi, everybody. Hi. And, yes, we are back with the juicy topic of co-host relationships and co-host marriage. Um, which is more often you can hear about now as a kinky fetish than actually as a punishment for somebody. So what the history of that was in the 16th century, in some European villages, the husband was actually shamed for his wife being unfaithful. So the whole village would come together and basically they would shame the man and give him some horns to wear and parade around it. But clearly people found a quite um, exquisite, um, kinky flow from that and just decided to do that for their own satisfaction because in the end it came up like people started enjoying this feeling of humiliation. And uh, this is how, in the mod- in a modern day, we have developed these cohort marriages that actually husband, the alpha cohort husband, would encourage his wife to sleep with another man for his own pleasure, where very often he would not be allowed to participate in sexual intercourse, and actually wife would be the dominant of the all sexual intercourse and would control when the husband can or cannot have an orgasm. How amazing, um, exciting is that? And what a dynamics of this absolutely special relationship. She is absolutely... What do you one. think, Max? So I, I, think it's, I think it's totally... I don't know. I... 
I've, I've been involved in these type of relationships and I think for people or couples or partners to do this, I think it takes a lot mm-hmm. of trust. I, I think it takes a lot of loyalty. I know some couples who do this because the husband cannot get an erection. Um, I know for medical reasons or an accident or whatever, but his wife loves him and she's not leaving the marriage. She's not going anywhere, Mm -hmm. but he, he loves her so much that he wants Mm. to see her satisfied. And because she is satisfied, he is satisfied. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing in its own way. Oh yeah. This is what you call Absolutely. This is what you call selfless love, isn't it? I agree. Yes. Yes. If if I was with you this and, is... and I could not have sex with you mm-hmm. for a medical reason or or something, mm-hmm. you know, some reason I could not, you know, to have sex with you. And I know that you love me and you've told me, baby, I love you. I'm never leaving you. I don't care about that. I don't care that we can't be together like that. I love you. I would, I would consider doing this for you a regular on a regular basis. I would. I would do this to make you happy. Mm. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. but you know, actually, I have been with a. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. He just kept on saying, "You know, I just love seeing her having a good time. It's just her face when she's being fucked by somebody. Just gives so much joy and pleasure." I just love to see her having a good time and her body being used the way she wants to use it with somebody else. She, he just like, I just love watching her having sex with somebody. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. this is absolutely like amazing because, yeah. Well, if you're listening to our show, and I know yeah, you it's, are, it's, um, we're going to help you out today. We're going to give you advice <laughs> and we're going to give you our own personal experiences and we're going to give you tips on how to have a strong and successful cockle relationship. So I'm going to let my co-host start off by telling you the best things you oh, should do yeah. to have a strong, successful cockle relationship. Go ahead, Eugenia. Give them a little bit of information there. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Max. Um, Well, for me personally, I would start with finding out what is that each of the partners, each of the partners is are comfortable with. You know, like really figuring out the boundaries, figuring out the fantasies. What is that they try to achieve? You know, because like, let's say... Right, right. So, 
Yeah, so to find the boundaries and find also really important the other strategies. What is that so important? What is that you try to achieve? What is that floats your boat? What takes you somewhere to excitement land? Do you know what is that makes you even want to consider bringing somebody in, you know, into your sexual relationship? in between you two, you know, like somebody. So what is the reason and what what is your ideal circumstance would be? So discussing all this, like the end result, if you will, uh, so that you're clear what do you want to achieve. So from there, when you start from the end, you can So please make sure that after you establish your fantasies, you decide how to go about it. And one of the ways to do that is would be to go to some fetish parties or some swingers parties. You know, if you prefer the kind of personal touch to, so you can meet people, you can communicate you, because me, myself, I'm very... I'm very touchy-feely person that I like to have a feeling of the person. I like to feel their vibe. I like to talk to them because, you know, physical appearance is, of course, great, but sometimes physicality does not match with the, with the deeper frequency that I'm looking for, you know, that this vibration that I can connect to. So for me, re what really works is when I go and meet people physically, so I can talk to them, I can see if we're on the same vibe, you know, if something that we find in common, that we have got like a similar outlook and interest, especially if it's sexual interest that we are talking about, it's very important that you find common ground there. So you go out and you meet somebody and where actually there is no commitment, you know, that you actually discuss your boundaries with your spouse beforehand. And then when you are and about and you're meeting people, you can actually uh, stop at any time if one of them partners feel uncomfortable with anything. You can stop and discuss that. What works, what doesn't work, make some alterations. In, in your agreement and it's like you can actually back if it doesn't work at any time. So I think that would be a good start from my point of view. But definitely everything starts with communication. So please everyone who's listening make sure that communication is the absolute foundation for everything that you do. And my my co-host is correct. We, so, Mac, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the start for me. Okay. So, for me, if it was up to me, and I'm going to move into this type of relationship with mm -hmm. my woman, the first thing that I would want to do, if we're going to do this, I mm -hmm. would talk to them after doing a lot of research and then I would show them, I would show them the research and inform them, Hey, I'm kind of interested in this and I would like for us to venture into this together, but I want to make sure 
that you're okay with it. I want to make sure you mm-hmm. understand what it is. I want to make sure that you feel safe and comfortable. Um, and then after that, I would want to join, I would join forums. I would join groups. Uh, I would go to swinger clubs, just like you said, so she could see what it is I'm talking about firsthand so she can see how other people react to it. And then I would want her to be able to talk to other people who are involved in this type of lifestyle or this type of fetish so she could get firsthand information. Mm. Okay. Um, I would want more than anything to make sure that we have a strong bond. I want, you know, I would talk to her a lot and ask her, Hey, um, yeah. Do we have problems that you think that we should deal with before we go this way? You know, because as you said, you said it on the show on Wednesday. If there are cracks in the relationship, mm-hmm. this type of relationship will highlight them. You know, so I want to make sure that we don't have cracks in our relationship. Yeah. I want to make sure that we don't have cracks in our loyalty. I want to make sure we don't have cracks in being able to communicate with each other. I want to make sure that she knows that even Absolutely. though even though we're doing this, that I'm still going to make sure to protect her and to make sure that she is safe. You know, so I want all those things to be yeah. solid when we move, move forward in this direction. You know, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24-7. Uh, we're continuing our topic on cockled relationships. Today, me and Eugenia are giving um, tips and, uh, and advice on how to have a successful cockled relationship, uh, how to express that to mm-hmm. your partner, how to make sure that they understand and have a full concept of what you're mm-hmm. trying to get into. So that mm-hmm. being said, we gave you some things. Uh, first of all, there must be communication. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, next, there should be trust. Um, yeah. and, and then the next thing that should be, there should be loyalty to each other. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you know, Mac, I really, sorry to interrupt, but you know, I really loved what you said about safety. I so loved what you said said about safety, that and the man and the woman should know that they're safe to do that, you know, and no matter what, the husband going to protect his wife, and no matter what, the wife going to love his husband, her husband still, you know. I agree. So I agree. I think it was the super important point there. Okay. Um, I think personally that if you're going to do this, I think you should do it in a neutral location before you do it in your home because you don't know. Well, you may know the person that you're doing it with, yeah. but but if let's just say you don't know the person, you met them online. Uh, you met them at a swingers party. Um, that's great and fine. 
but I think you should do it in a neutral location before you bring it to your home. Uh, the only reason I say that is because you don't want someone being too comfortable in your environment. You still want to maintain a level of control and dominance mm. in, in, in that situation. Yes, um, you're being submissive to your wife. Yes, you're being submissive to her lover. Uh, but at the same time, you want to still be the man of your house, if that makes sense. Mm, absolutely absolutely i agree there i agree there and sometimes you know just in case something might not work out we are humans and we are uh, we have got habits right yes so when you are in your own environment and let's say something didn't go according to plan you have got the reminders of that everywhere that's so, true that and is true. Like trying to work out things that maybe didn't didn't work out the way the way you wanted to. So it's like better not to have those reminders in in your home, right? Well, yeah. And for me, I I would not want it in my environment just in case, like you said, if if it did not go well. Yeah, as I was saying, I wouldn't want it in my environment. Because if it did not go well, now this person knows where we live. And they can be people, as you said, and, and she said it right, we are still human. And people can become vindictive or angry, and but now they're bringing it to your home. And I don't want that in my home. Okay? So that's why I think you should always try it away from your home first until you become comfortable with this person to you start to really know this person and know their habits know what they're capable of what their you know what the limits are and if they respect your rules and if they show you that level of continuity then yeah now you can feel safe to do things in your own environment but until then always protect your home no matter what um, the next thing for me is remaining loyal i know that when as people as humans we tend to get caught up in the moment we enjoy things emotionally and sometimes we make bad decisions so for me i would want to make sure no matter what before during and after that we still have strong loyalty that we mm -hmm. have a, we have a strong loyalty to each other so that's a big thing mm -hmm. for me. Um, the other thing that I would tell people who are considering this, engage with different bulls and they engage with different people until you find mm -hmm. that person that makes you feel good. They make you feel safe. They make you feel mm -hmm. wanted and they respect, they re show respect to your relationship even though they're having sex with you, they still respect behind the scenes. They show respect to your husband also, even though they are fucking the hell out of you in front of him and humiliating yeah. him in front of you. You want that person that still knows that, Hey, when this is over, 
he's still the mm. husband. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So important. So um as as I move yes. forward, as I move forward and I mm-hmm. learn more and more about myself and I learn more and more about the people that I find myself attracted to, um you know, there's always going to be uncertainty. And with uncertainty, mm. I've learned to move a lot slower until I become mm. secure in the person and the environment. And I tell people that if you're considering this type of relationship and you are not sure and you have doubts, take your time. Don't rush into it. Take your time. Ease into it a little bit at a time. Eugenia said something, Eugenia said something earlier um, (laughs) that made so much sense. She says there would be limits and boundaries and we would do a little bit Mm. at a time. You know, we Mm. would, once we got this far and we were comfortable and we felt okay, then we would go the next time a little bit further. And so couples should consider that. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, there are so many different. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's like, it's so important uh, to just like test things out and not to be in the rush to just like dive in. Although sometimes it's just like you're in a swing of things and you just like forget about everything and you just like, yeah, you go for it, you know, but it's so important that if there's some reservations from any, like from a husband or wife, it's just to pull each other aside and like, and really mention your reservations and for one, if for one of the couple it doesn't hunt, right, right, working, you know that there could be the beginning of something that might plan, you know. So just really be mindful and don't be ashamed. Like, oh yeah, I already made the decision to go with it. I feel a bit silly now pulling out. There is no such thing as a sick in the moment because this is such a delicate subject this is such a delicate matter that you can have a change of heart and it's absolutely fine especially if you haven't been involved in anything like this previously this is all new to you you're only testing the waters you're only looking how far you can go and if you haven't gotten as far as you desire to, it's absolutely fine too. Because I'm very sure if your um, agreement with your spouse being based on communication and boundaries and those things that your spouse will never ever think that you're silly or pull it out. Because in the end of the day, this is what is this whole entire situation about both of you and what both of you feel comfortable with by inviting other person in. Because if it doesn't work for one, it won't be working for anyone in the end of the day. 
my my co-host is so correct and i want to add i want to add to what she has said i mean so she is right so yeah i i Mm -hmm. I truly agree with my what my co-host said you need to be aware of your partner and what they're feeling one thing i can say is you know your partner you know their body language you know their facial expressions you know you know these things so you should constantly always be hyper aware of what's going on with your partner to make sure that everything is okay with them just as they are making sure everything is okay with you um one other thing you know you should consider when doing this it's not always about size you know i know a lot of men feel insecure when dealing with other men that are bigger than them just because a man has a big dick doesn't mean that he knows how to use it mm-hmm. i have some friends that are over 10 inches I, i'm telling you there i have a friend he, he's 10 inches yet he can't he can't fuck i have another friend even when he's soft he is the size of a coke can he's just that big and just because people have girth and length doesn't mean that they can be the perfect person to fit in your relationship uh some of them don't know how to be gentle as you want them to be some of them don't know how to be as rough as you want them to be some of them, them don't understand that their size is a little too much for you. So don't go off of just size unless you're a size queen. If you into size, go for it. But you need to find that person who mm. makes you feel comfortable and is considerate of the way you fit together physically. You know? So, yeah, a lot of women say, oh, I love a big Mm. dick, blah, blah, blah. But then when they get a big dick, they can't take it. They're tapping out. They're like, oh, that's just too much. Oh, oh." and I've had that problem. (laughs) No, seriously. Uh, And and I've talked about that in other shows, how how I have lost girlfriends. I have lost girlfriends because of my size. Mm -hmm. So you need to consider that when you're doing this type of relationship also. Okay. Um, the other thing is capture and yeah. enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the moment that you're spending with your partner in this new experience. Enjoy it for what it is. It is a new sexual Absolutely. experience. Absolutely. So my my co-host is a... Absolutely. Is she, Absolutely. She is a sexual being, and I love that about her. She is not. <laughs> she is not embarrassed about her sexuality. She's not. Em- she's not embarrassed about her body, and those things are things that you should look for when you are looking for a third person, because if they're confident, if they are confident in who they are, then they're going to be mm-hmm. confident in how they approach you and satisfy you, and how they relate to your relationship with your husband. It's something to think about. I mean, anybody can fuck, mm. but who's going to make love to you the way you want mm. to and satisfy you and your partner? 
Am I right there? Mm. No. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, actually, I'm really uh, glad that you mentioned that as well, that, you know, in the end of the day, that there is a special bond between the two two people, right? It's like between, like, let's maybe not married, but maybe husband and wife, you know, two partners, you know, right. there's a special bond, you know, that nobody else can touch. And the third person, when, the, when you invite the third person into your sexual relationship to come and compliment it just to something to leave your fantasy, you know, it's like, Make sure that you know that that person doesn't have the special connection with with uh, your wife that you do, because something very special actually invited you to invite the person in, you know, and it takes lots of balls to do that. And also nobody else can do what you can do, you know, nobody else can touch her the way you can, nobody else can kiss her the way you can, you know, it's like they can do it, but in a different way, yes, you're absolutely right about, like, talking about the big dick, you know, and things like that, the size, of course, well, I'd say it matters, but also there are other factors that matter, uh, no less than the size, you know, it's like, let's say, something like spiritual connection that you have, you know, which is actually a big dick on its own. It's, of course, it's great. But, for example, if the person is not, if the girl is not turned on enough, she can't even take that big dick, right? Right. So what's the point of that? So it's not even, it's like, so there has to be something, something special, you know, for for everyone to work with, but which is more than just pure sex and physical connection. There is a spiritual connection that should be present between all three people. Because if you think that if you don't like the person that you invite in and you're having a bad vibe, so you think that um, that guy is not a good fit or he doesn't or he's just like doesn't float your boat, you know, you just like immediately turned off by him. So what's the point of doing something there? Or other way around, if there is somebody who is like really amazing comes in and just like blows your mind away, then it's like you're going to have an uh, amazing experience, but then the, the jealousy can come in. So you should like really take all of those things into account and see how how does that go? Wow. So Wow. I think I think that's for sure something very important to think about. I my partner and my co host here is absolutely What do you think, Matt? I, I think you're absolutely correct. And I agree with you. I totally, totally agree with you. Um if you're just tuning in, uh you're listening to Nightlife twenty four seven. Uh, I'm Mac and this is Eugenia and She's talking to us today from, again, from Russia, <laughs> and and she's absolutely correct. You know, having a connection from on Russia. a different level makes things so much better. It does. At some point, 
sex is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love sex. I can have sex all day if my partner and when I find a partner will let me. But at some point, physical only goes so far. Mm. I must have that mental and spiritual connection yeah. to them because she could be mopping the floor and that turns me on. She could be bending over to pick something up and that turns me on. And it's not because of a physical act. It's because of my mental stability and connection with her. And that adds to what you already have. Yeah. And you want that. You want that from the third person also. You actually need that. Because if it's not, mm. if you don't have that, then you're just three bodies. You're just three bodies throwing yourself at each other with no, I, I, the best way to say it, there is no end result to it. If that's the case, machines could do the same thing for you and mm. you wouldn't have to have a third person. You could just get you a machine and do it. Mm. So, and if my, if my co-host mm. keeps, uh, when she mm. keeps, when my co-host, yeah, right. My co-host moans like that when she's agreeing with me. It's almost like I think she's having an orgasm. Oh, my God. It sounds like she's having an <laughs> orgasm while we're talking. And it's giving me a hard on. Cause I, keep I like to moan. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. And I keep, oh, my God, it's so hard to have a conversation because I'm getting a hard on because she sounds like she's having an orgasm when we're talking. That's such a turn on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys and women. Oh. <laughs> You are going to die when I put her picture up on the website to see how sexy she is. And she is so sexy because she doesn't have a lot of makeup on and she doesn't wear a lot of jewelry. She's just she has that natural confidence, which makes her so sexy. Oh, she's killing me. My partner is just killing me. Oh, but it's all good. It's, it's all good. It is so good. Oh. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know. I truly don't know. I'm telling you, though, when we get to phone sex, when we start talking about phone sex, I think I'm probably going to end up having phone sex with my co-host. I, I can already feel it coming. <laughs> I can already feel it coming. We're probably going to have phone sex and Skype sex. Oh, she's killing me. Okay. But back to our show. Back to our show. <laughs> We're going to get back to the show. Uh, I just want to say this. And you people need to understand this. You truly need to understand this. Um, if you feel that this lifestyle, this lifestyle is for you, uh, you don't have to let society's norms dictate what you like and don't like. The only two people that have a vote in pursuing such a lifestyle is you and your partner. I mean, if the ideal turns both of you on, if you feel that the thrill that it provides benefits your relationship, then move forward. Go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, never allow a forced sense of modesty to interfere with your sexual experimentation. You will be so mm -hmm. much happier if you stop thinking inside of a box. In life, mm. there doesn't have to be any boxes. Hell, if it's that much, ha have sex during the box. Hell, as I was saying, if it was, if it's that good to you, don't think inside of a box. Hell, have sex on top of the box. 
around the box, <laughs> under the box. If it gets good to you, damn it, have sex in the have sex in the box. You know what I'm saying? There don't have to be labels and thinking inside the box when you're experimenting with your partner, your lover, your friend, your husband, your wife. Enjoy who um. you are. The world promises you nothing. So Absolutely. take take every moment that you can spend with your partner to grow and evolve physically, metaphysically, spiritually, mentally. Take all that and enjoy it for what it is. You have any more you want to say there, uh, my co-host? Well, well, do you know what? I really want to say that I love the idea of having sex on top of that box. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I really love that idea, you know, I tell you that. And for sure, don't let the society to dictate what is good for you and what isn't by society some, like, unwritten society rules. Just do, if it feels right, just go ahead and do it. Make sure you do it safe. Make sure that everyone is happy with the outcome. Also, take into consideration if you have got children, make sure that you have got your structure and that. You know, protect yourself always. Protect your home. And be mindful of having the best time of your life every time. Basically, because this is what it's all about, right? And expand, explore each other your spirituality and your boundaries and just really make the most of it. Yeah, my partner's right. And and the one thing we didn't touch on, and even though you're doing a cockled relationship and you're with a partner, bring in other things. Bring in toys to make it exciting. Uh, Bring in a slight form of BDSM if you want to, you know, to keep it exciting. Um, You can also add um, other aspects into cockold, like uh, light choking, if you want to. You can put a little bondage into the cockold relationship. You can keep this relationship exciting and constantly evolving if you're open-minded and willing to grow with your partner and understand that, hey, we're human, but we can still enjoy more than one form of sexual gratification. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, see, I I, I thought my partner was going to moan again. I really thought she was going to moan one more time, but she she spoke. I just thought she was going to moan for me one more time. <laughs> I'll save it. I'll save it till the last. You know? <laughs> I'm going to give it a really good big moan at the end. <laughs> and people, if she moans and you hear me get quiet, if you hear me get quiet, just understand that I'm trying to control myself, okay? I have to concentrate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, we're down to the, we're down to the last <laughs> we're down to the last 5 minutes of the show. And uh if you're just tuning in, uh this is Mac and Eugenia. 
and we are talking about cockhold relationships. And we were giving you tips today on how to uh, better enhance that relationship, how to move forward in that type of relationship, um, how to maintain a strong uh, relationship before you get into that arena. Um, we hope that you will continue to follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. If you miss some of our shows, you can go to our website, www.nightlife247, and catch up on, on all the different episodes. Uh, my new co-host is calling us from Russia. So I noticed, some of you guys may have noticed there may be a small window of quietness. That's because there's a gap in the sound uh, from where I speak to when she hears. But she will be on the show more and more. So expect to hear from her a lot more in the future. We're definitely going to get her picture up. And we're going to get a little bio information from her to get on the website so you guys can enjoy her as much as I am enjoying her. And I hope to enjoy her more in the future, physically. Mm -hmm. But uh, who knows? When time will tell, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, Eugenia, give us a little information about what you want to say before the show ends. Well, first of all, I'd love to thank Gucci for having me and uh, bringing me into such a special, special show as sharing the sexuality with the world and, and uh, your immunity. So thanks so much on that. I really enjoy these open conversations and discovery of sexuality. It's just absolutely fantastic. Um, on the end note about the cultural um, relationship, I would like to share with you a website for the new absolutely beginners in that who are considering to go ahead and try this out. It's called cockholdmarriage.info, cockholdmarriage.info. So you can check out the website, see, see all pros and cons, you know, of this relationship and what actually, um, what actually goes in it you know and actually do some more research for yourself so thank you so much for having me mac it's absolute pleasure to share this amazing experience with you and i would love to wish everybody a fantastic day okay so eugenia i'm asking you right now before we end the show will you please come back on the show and yes. do it again with me so, okay, folks, you heard her. She's agreed. I absolutely love that. All right, you've heard it. She said she's, <laughs> she said she's coming back. I she, absolutely love that. All right, so with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, guys, we are now closing out, and we look forward to hearing from you again. I'm Mac, and this is Eugenia. We'll talk to you later. Y'all have a good Thank evening. You. All right, bye. Everybody, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye.
We at Nightlife 24-7 appreciate you, our listener, who has an open mind and heart and are able to listen, learn, and discuss those issues that affect you and your partner. By discussing these issues, we hope to keep the lines of communication open to help inform you, our listener, and our community. It's on your mind, so let's talk about it on Nightlife 24-7.